Hey everybody, how's it going? Why, thank you. I was just served dinner as I started streaming here. I have a wonderful wife. That was the best, uh, the best decision I ever made, or one of them. Uh, but that that definitely tops the list, I think. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to hop on here real quick, folks. Um, I've been working on getting out of my comfort zone. Like, if you've ever kind of looked at my profile, you probably noticed that I uh, never really posted anything on uh, social media. So, uh, but recently, actually, for about the last like month or more, I've been pretty consistent. Uh, I started a podcast on software development in Python, basically showing, well, hopefully showing people how to monetize their Python programming skills. And uh, if you've never heard of Python, because uh, I get that a lot, basically Python is the programming language that's probably one of the most approachable languages that you can get some serious stuff done. So here I'll show you something here. Uh, who uses Python? So this is kind of a cool, a cool little uh, experience to check out here. Um, yeah, let's try this one here. I mean, there's definitely like some big names. Okay, that's what I'm trying to mention here. Okay, so I'm sure you've heard of this before. Um, yeah, the search engine is built with Python. Uh, okay, pot, like the actually my podcasts are on Spotify. Um, Netflix is built with Python. Uber, Dropbox, Pinterest, Instacart, Reddit, and Lyft. And there's, I mean, this is just the top ten, but seriously, there's a lot of people using Python. But what's really cool about Python? is uh what is the best programming language for noobs well is it any surprise to you that python is on here so is that weird to you that hey how's it going everybody so is that weird to you that python is used by these massive companies that basically have like a, a monopoly on users on the internet like Google where they have like 75% of the market share but then Python is also the language that noobs learn and if you don't know what a noob is then you are a noob but that's all good because everybody starts out like that I even started out like that so yeah the uh, Python basically changed my life though I um, without ranting too crazy on it basically um, it allowed me to put food on my table for two years while I was trying to basically reinvent myself after um, basically going full speed ahead into basically the oil and gas industry and basically the worst the worst time to be in the oil and gas in industry since the last time it was really bad like in the 80s I guess so um, yeah like when commodity prices go down the the tolerance to hire new engineers is uh, to train them up and everything is pretty low. So, and I just drew the short end of the stick. You know, it's my own damn fault. I didn't have a backup plan, but uh, 
I did have basically database experience. I had been programming databases since 2011. And uh, the reason why I'm kind of just ranting to you about my own story here is that, uh, like, basically, you don't have to be, uh, you know, a an, an educated programmer to be, you know, to monetize programming skills. Like I basically taught myself, I did pay for some courses online. Like there's some really awesome courses actually for uh, really cheap dollar amounts. So um, actually uh, I kind of, well, I started a podcast on Python. I think I mentioned that previously. And so what I've been doing to get guests on the show uh, you know, the most genuine conversations that I could probably have are conversations with people that I had learning experiences with. So, um, I've been kind of working through my list of people that I did my training with and, uh, yeah, like there's definitely a lot of training out there. And if I was going to help somebody shortcut their, uh, path to becoming proficient in Python, for example, um, I would definitely recommend the uh, folks that I've interviewed so far. Um, they all kind of teach like a different style depending on what you're into. Um, some folks that I haven't gotten on the show yet that I'm hoping to one day is uh, here. I'll show you this. This is called uh, Data Camp. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is that uh, so Data Camp is like an online learning platform for data science. And um, data science and Python are like this thing that, uh, well, first of all, the government doesn't recognize data science as a profession, but it's arguably the hottest career path to be involved with right now. So uh, I always spell this wrong. Uh, Labor statistics. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so I kind of, I might have ranted about this before, but okay, so check this out. This is kind of weird. So computer programmers, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, has a negative growth projection. <laughs> so that's something people aren't really talking about very much. Um, and if you try and type in, um, so actually I can tell you what I think is happening here, because if you do like software developer, Um, you'll see that software developers are in uh, an increase. So I don't know if this is just semantics here, but my, my hunch is that they don't they don't want just like programmers anymore. They want people that actually know how to. Uh, they're familiar with like software engineering best practices, and they kind of know the entire like stack of technologies. So it's a little more. You have to know a little more to become more proficient or to to be able to call yourself basically a software developer. It's not just like learning how to code basically. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But also if you type in data scientist, well, data scientist doesn't really exist. And I guess you could argue like it's kind of like a mathematic statistics thing or maybe like a research scientist or something like that. But uh, basically, folks, this career path is, as far as I'm concerned, it's not even being recognized as like a viable career path. 
but um, like if you talk to any business that's like a data-driven business, you're going to find out that this is like this is the place you want to be. So if you have like an engineering brain, uh, you know, if you slugged through like an engineering program, for example, like holy cow, uh, if you just were willing to kind of grind through some of these courses, like the, these guys, they're, they're kind of um, like premium. Um, you could spend, you know, I think like the annual is like three or 400 bucks. But I mean, if you, if you had the time to kind of grind through it, like the learning tracks here, so check this out data scientist with Python. So the reason I'm bringing all this up is because Python has a monopoly on data science. And, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. They're estimating 118,000, uh, some places that might not even pay your rent and, uh, some other places on the planet you'd be living like a king. But so basically a hundred hours of course of courses and, uh, you have this data science credential and you're basically taught by, um, some really awesome people like I've experienced training under I just started learning some doing some learning with Daniel Chen he's like a business consultant I think he like owns the business but uh actually the other guy that runs a podcast on here actually I'm not oh Hugo yeah so Hugo's got like a PhD um but what I really like about learning from him is that uh you don't basically you don't have to have a PhD to learn this stuff. And he kind of breaks it down in a way where it's like you can chew on it and you don't have to be a freaking math genius or something like that. So anyway, folks, I just wanted to share this with you in case you didn't know about it. I am super excited about this. Um, like I would be willing to bet you uh, lots of money basically that this is going to be, if you can kind of handle the, the technical stuff, which I mean, it's, Python is the easiest programming language to learn, probably. Uh, and then, you know, you'd, you'd basically be set. So hopefully that's inspiring for some of you folks out there. It's part of the reason why I started the podcast. So since we're just surfing around on the Internet right now, here I'll show you. So I started uh, ProfitablePython.fm. And uh, what it is, it's basically a podcast. And then um, I've also been doing a lot of stuff on Instagram. So... Uh, and I've just been trying to give like little nuggets of things that I've learned, um, updates on podcast episodes. Uh, I'm trying to keep it like pretty casual. Um, let's go to the podcast real quick. So yeah, I've got a few episodes right now going on. Um, all these folks are trainers, like they all kind of specialize in different things. Um, this is the most recent one. This guy works at Twilio and uh, Twilio is I think they are built on Python to Twilio Python so what's really cool about Twilio um, it's basically you can use like text messaging with your Python scripts like you can do like communication like with a cell phone basically they have like video texting and uh, okay, so let me just show you something really cool, like why Python is so freaking sweet. Um, since it's so like widely adopted, it's really easy to get help. And uh, oh, actually, so I, here I am just clicking around, but actually the owner of this website is the guy that I just interviewed. Um, basically this Matt, Matt McKay is uh, the full stack Python guy.
but um, it's really easy to get help. Um, they have, I was actually hoping for GitHub, Twilio, Python. So yeah, a Python module for communicating with the Twilio API. So with Python, basically, like if you can read English, basically you can see what's going on here. Maybe you don't exactly understand, but that just takes time learning. Uh, it's kind of just like speaking a new language, I guess, but I promise you like this is way simpler than like any other programming language that would do the same exact thing. So you can get some serious work done, um, how to make a call, how to send SMS. So it's literally like you're sending a text message with four lines of code and then you're like importing the library here. So I guess call it five lines of code, but, uh, yeah, Python, um, how else do I explain this stack overflow? So this is like a place you can go get help from time to time. Uh, let's do like Python. So yeah, there's just like this question right here. Oh, I guess these are kind of old questions. Let's look at new questions. So people are like, asking questions one minute ago, 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, and they're getting, hey, did I get cut off? Oh, there I am. Uh, and they're already getting responses. And this is like the public internet. Uh, you know, people are asking like super technical questions or like complete noobs that are just stuck. And, uh, you know, sometimes people aren't as super friendly as you'd like them to be, but I mean, you could argue that like this is reality here that you're dealing with and, um, you know, but if you got some thick skin and you know, you need to get some help, this is definitely a place to go get help. Uh, it's like Python Reddit. So Reddit is another place to get help and, uh, this Python subreddit. So it's just super popular, 396,000 members and 1,200 of them are online right now. So anyway, folks, I just want to hop on here, just kind of chat. Um, hey, how's it going? Got a bunch of school friends on here. How are you folks doing? Um, yeah, maybe just, well, just hoping to kind of promote the podcast a little bit and um let you know what's going on with me, share my story a little bit. Hopefully it's inspiring to you. Um, yeah, I put in the description before I started typing this that, uh, you know, I guess, I guess we can end on this note. So, um, I don't know about you, but I tend to put myself into like, basically like a mental prison. Like if I'm not careful, like I'll, catch myself kind of like with these self limiting beliefs and like the crazy thing about these are like the more I uh you know am cognizant of this I find out like man like I'm the only one that has the key to get myself out of this place and like I literally locked myself in here and apparently I like lost the key for whatever reason so you know I'm getting better at um identifying that and uh actually like 
enjoying like breaking out of those little mental prisons and i think i'm doing definitely a lot better than it's like a progression i don't know if i'll ever you know beat it completely but i'm definitely cognizant of it now and uh ever since then i mean it's helped me just kind of like reinvent myself i feel like i've probably reinvented myself multiple times in uh over the course of my uh life right now so i'm 33 right now and i you know fully expect to live to like 150 like that's my that's my uh target that i'm shooting for and i don't think that's like if you look at the uh you know the medical technology and stuff like like it's not not too on you know unheard of if you are exercising and stuff but that's kind of my mission so you know if there's that much life to be living um, I definitely want to get good at just eliminating all of that like negative self-talk and like you know sm- like the things that we do to put our minds in prison and programming for me was one of them like I you know I I did it out of necessity in school but it literally scared the crap out of me like I thought you had to be you know like uh, a computer science major like some sort of like math genius or something like that but what you know what I'm realizing now and so I hope anybody that's you know on here is hearing this is uh you know if you're basically didn't go to school as a programmer but you think that learning how to program could you know upgrade your life a little bit based on what we've talked about with like the data science learning path or like the web development path which are both like super hot right now career paths um man uh yeah i guess i kind of just lost my train of thought there but i i say like go for it um don't don't let the fear hold you back um it's really opened up some doors for me oh i remember where i was going with this so like you actually have a advantage if you didn't go to school for software development because that means that you've been building your domain expertise in other places and that's where like the magic of writing code comes into place because if you're just a programmer and that's all you've ever studied like you're not like this is just my opinion but you're probably not going to be solving like real world problems in like other people's businesses because you have no clue how that data runs through their business and most people can't afford to be like okay well this is how everything works and now go ahead and charge us 150 bucks an hour when you're ready like that's not how it works so what what you want and everybody basically on here that i see these names on here like i don't i don't recognize anybody that went to school for computer science so as far as i'm concerned like you're actually all in a very good position to uh be profitable basically with your python skills if you choose to develop those because basically you have domain expertise in something already so if you just learn those hard skills of how to program and you have those soft skills from your life experiences and you know how certain businesses work like uh you know if you're into like hvac for example uh if you're into like mechanical engineering if you did petroleum engineering um you know if you have other life experiences with just like retail for example um you know these are all like 
heavily dominated by data-driven decisions now. Anybody that's going to be, you know, surviving the next 40 years of business, they're going to need to be data-driven. So the people that know how to kind of leverage the data, like those power users or the people that kind of choose to learn something like Python, which has a uh, basically a monopoly on data science, like those are the people that are going to win as far as I'm concerned. And uh, like I said, like I'd be willing to bet money that that's, uh, you know, the truth, but um, definitely do your own research. But everything I showed you on here today, like the Bureau of Labor Statistics, like you know, how how can they not recognize that it's even like a real thing yet data camp is charging four hundred dollars like this is a successful business charging basically three to four hundred dollars a year for these courses that all the like their entire business model is data science with R, which is another programming language. Uh it's um like schools tend to use it a lot. Um, I'm sure there's some enterprises that use it, but I, like Python is just so prolifically used. Like that's my recommendation. Uh, okay, data manipulation with Python, like Python and R. Those are kind of the two data science tool or languages um, that have that monopoly. Um, when it comes to like career tracks, it's like data science, Python programmer, data analyst, data scientist, quantitative analyst. Okay. Like these are not really being recognized by the government right now. So, you know, you're kind of on like the cutting edge of things, I guess, because they, you know, they'll eventually they'll catch up. I'm, I'm pretty sure they hire data scientists. I mean, I don't know why this thing is, I don't know why they're not recognizing that, but anyway, folks. Um, yeah. If, I mean, if you have, if you have any like comments, like I'm super happy to interact with you here. Um, if this is something that's interesting to you, like definitely get your hands dirty. There's a million places you can start, but um, like if you go on YouTube and uh, just type in like Python three, three, four, complete. Oh, actually. So there's this thing called free code camp, Python. Like I trust these guys for reals. Like this is free code camp is freaking sweet. So check these out. Um, okay, this guy. I don't want to say anything just yet, but there is a chance that he might make an appearance on my show. But I don't want to. Uh, it's booked a ways out, but um. I haven't actually told too many people that, so yeah, but Dr. Chuck, he he was really cool through the email. He filled out the pre-interview form, and we booked it for the end of August, so um, usually when people fill out their pre-interview form, they uh, show up for the interview, but uh, this guy's on like Amazon. Like, he does content on Amazon, um, but yeah, anything like this, like here's 13 hours, here's free code camp, uh, four hours. FreeCodeCamp.org is just freaking awesome. Um, who else on here is... Yeah, this is all free code camp stuff. Um, yeah, I would definitely endorse what they, got, what they got going on over there. And they got all kinds of data science stuff too. But uh, 
I'll leave you with this, I guess. I know I probably said that already once, but um, yeah, like if there's like a part of you that's like, oh, that's cool, but I can never do that. Like what you're talking about there, unless like it literally makes you sick to, you know, sit down and like grind out like learning, like watching a video and like trying to like logically progress through like a set of instructions, like a recipe, except you're like typing in things as part of the recipe instead of like mixing food together like if that for some reason makes you sick then definitely don't do it otherwise like basically that feeling that you're feeling is uh like a limiting belief and even even if you're like completely opposed to this like what do you have to lose to go through this four hour course okay Besides four hours of your life, which I mean is a lot of time, like time is all we have. But what if you went through this four hour course and found out you've been depriving yourself of like a journey in life that you could have been going on years ago, but you just never did it because you were afraid? Well, that was actually a conversation I had with myself. Maybe not that ex- those exact words, but basically like I kind of had a fear of, of doing this. And now I get to do it every day and I love it. I'm super passionate about it. I couldn't imagine doing basically anything else. I get to take my domain expertise in the petroleum and natural gas industry, which is basically engineering. We just, we drill holes in the ground and extract resources and try and do it in like a safe manner. So we don't cause earthquakes and poison people and stuff. Um, but you know there's all kinds of engineers out there that are making sure that we get cars that you know don't kill people going down the road like normal service or uh, buildings people that make buildings like all all of these different engineering disciplines and stuff i mean python will definitely set you apart and change your you know your ability to basically dominate your industry as far as i'm concerned so anyway folks Thanks for hanging out with me. It's good to see your faces on here. Um, Yeah, make sure and just provide any feedback. You know how to get to the podcast I was showing you here. Profitable Python FM, where we talk about monetizing your Python skills. Uh, This little link right here takes you to the uh, podcast place. We are in the Apple iTunes store and on every other podcatcher out there. We got the YouTube channel. Uh, where you can get a lot of the similar, oh, you can get a lot of the similar content. I think I got, here's this. So, uh, yeah, all kinds of good stuff for you to consume. And if you think it's garbage, definitely let me know. But, uh, you know, I got, I got love for the haters too. They give me the, they give me the fuel I need to keep progressing on here. So bring on the hate, bring on the love. I'll take it all. And I hope you guys have, guys and gals, have an awesome day. Uh, Reach out to me if you have any questions. And I'll catch you later. Peace out.